Hello. Hi. And welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week... Two friends. Who also happen to be hairstylists. Break down our weeks in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I am your hostess, Erica the Red. And today, we are going to be talking about reality TV. But before we do that, how was your week? It's been good. Busy. Yeah. I feel like I need more hours in the day. Um, But good. You know. Well, Deacon's here. Deacon's so. here. Um, so, yeah, I just, I'm tired at night, but I, <laughs> I get a little bit more fulfillment from every day, I guess. So That's good. You know. It seems like he always, it everything happens for a reason. Like, everything lines up always for you. Yeah. I mean. You're like, um, I beg to differ. <laughs> no, we're going to go with that. We're going to yeah. go with that. Um, yeah. No, it's been good. Um, it's been crazy because he's had camp and work and uh, everything. Like, today is going to be a super crazy day, and um, we've been dog-sitting, and... <laughs> I know, yeah. it's like oh. you finish dog-sitting one person's dog, and then th- someone else is like, hey... Literally. <laughs> literally. Um, so that was something that happened the other day. Uh, we were dog-sitting, and okay. we were, like, staying at these people's house, right? And Deacon was loving it because they had, like, the dogs in the backyard, and they had a big old TV, which he was, like, all about. I let him watch a movie. He just thought <laughs> it was so cool, you know. And um, he has braces, and he has had braces for, like, five freaking years now, it seems like. Deacon has braces? So, yes. He had, got, had to get them back on because he wasn't wearing his retainer at night. So he has braces on the bottom, and then he has a bar, like, across the roof of his mouth. Okay. This kid and his teeth have been thing ongoing since he was, like, five years old. I'm not even joking. <laughs> he had his baby teeth came in so fast uh-huh. that we had to have, or his adult teeth, that we had to have some of the baby teeth pulled because the adult teeth were pushing so fast that it was killing the baby tooth. And if we just left it, it would, like, rot. Rot, and then yeah. It, it, since he was literally five years old, and then he had to get those two pulled out in the middle of freaking lockdown out of the roof of his mouth, they, his teeth were shaped, like, almost like an eight. They were huge what? molars. Yeah, and they were in the middle. They were growing out of the roof of his mouth. Yeah. Yep, and he had already had braces for a couple years. Wow. It's been a thing. I've heard so many like horrible teeth stories and I have like a huge phobia of the dentist, but I've never had like a traumatic tooth story. So So, hearing that, I'm like, okay, maybe you should suck it up. I didn't have braces as a kid, right? Like I never did. I had some pretty crooked teeth. They for the most part straightened out and then they've kind of adjusted since then, but they're decent enough. My sister-in-law, Deacon's aunt, told me I should have gotten braces because my teeth are kind of turned in. Which Deacon has as well. So this back tooth is like at an angle. And so he broke the bracket off of it eating some popcorn, which he told me he could have this particular popcorn because it was kernel-less, right? Genetically modified. <laughs> Bitch, You've really gotten to that. me. You have really <laughs> gotten to me. So um, anyways... <laughs> The bracket breaks off, and he's like, Mom, we have to go to the orthodox. We have to go right now, blah, blah, And I'm like, okay, like, calm down. It's okay. I'm going to call your dad. So I call his dad. Of course, dad's, like, upset, you know. And then 
I can hear is like stepmom in the back. She's like, well, what was he eating? And I told him, and she goes, he thinks that's a loophole, but it's not. Like, I'm like, he told me he could. Did he lie to me? She's like, it's not your fault. Like, don't worry about it. It's just like, here we are again, you know? And there's not anything that we can do until he goes home. So then we have to cut the bracket off, okay? So meanwhile, I've been dog sending these dogs for, it's like two days out of the four days. I told her, I was like, we have a couple things to do the next day. Um, we'll be gone for about two or three hours, but like, obviously she's paying me to like be there with the dogs, So they're not alone right. in their kennel. And I had worked the f- two days. So I was like, okay. So then I had told Talina, I'll stop by and let Greg and Brucey out. Right. Okay. And then the night before that, Kelly asked me if I could go let Ava out. Cause she was directing the pride parade downtown. And I like, saw on her Instagram I mean? story. And, um, so I was like, okay, well, then <laughs> then this happens. So now he's got this wire poking out in his mouth. Like, So explain that to me. So, like, the bracket so broke the off. the bracket is the part that, like, attaches to the tooth. And then there's the wire that runs through it, right? Right. So it was the back bracket that broke. So, like, the anchor one. Yes. The right? most important the one. The most important one. Got it. Okay. Right? But also, that is the tooth where, like, it's turned this way. So, like, obviously, it's going to be more prone. That's right. not how your tooth is supposed to be. So, we have to get wire cutters. He was like, his stepmom was like, you have to get, like, some nail clippers and um, and then, like, cut it off. And I'm like, okay. So, we're at someone else's house. I'm not going to use their toenail clippers to cut right. this bracket off. So I'm like, okay, we just have to go home. So we're going to rearrange how we're going to do this, and we're going to go let Ava out first, right? Blah, blah, blah. So then we go to my house, and I can't find – I have this pair of nail clippers that's, like, nippers on one side and toenail clippers on the other. Interesting. Like, okay. Um, like this, you know? So yeah. I was thinking the nippers are going to be easier to get in there in the right angle and, like, close. I can't find them anywhere. So then I run over to CVS and I buy a pair of like just nail clippers. Like I'm not trying to spend 40 bucks on some damn nippers to just right. cut this. I'm so irritated, you know? Consumer value stores. I go out. Deacon is insisting we do it in the car because it's stabbing his mouth. I cannot get it in there. Like I can't get it. And it's like breaking. So I'm like, okay, we're going to go back home. I've got this pair of toenail clippers. I just thought they like were too big to get in your mouth in the very back here, you know? So he's got his head back. It was like this whole fiasco. Those clippers didn't work. I ended up having to go to freaking Walmart and buy wire nippers. Yeah. And like, like actual the tools. wire cutter pliers. Oh, yeah, my meanwhile, God. Meanwhile, I'm like, it's too hard. I can't really get in there. Like Deacon is the one that ended up getting it cut because he can get in at the right angle, like in his own mouth. I'm terrified he's going to slice his cheek open. We're going to have to go to the emergency room. It took two and a half hours to get this damn wire cut. And then like. <laughs> Couldn't he have like. Gotten, couldn't you have gotten some of that like braces wax? I got some of that, but we can't seem to get it to like stick on there because he won't let me get in there and like dry out the tooth. He's like, ah, no, and he just says it doesn't work. So I got it to stick for a little bit. Yeah, but it's like, and then, then he's I probably messing with messing it, messing with it, and then I have to do it like twice a day, and it just. Ugh. <laughs> so I'm like, your cheek will get a callus right there. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just joking. We got it cut short, and it's fine now, but it's just, it was a whole fiasco. My, that was took up the whole two and a half, three hours I was supposed to be out doing these other things, right? Right. And so I just, like, poor Brucey and Greg, I only hung out with them for, like, 20 minutes. You know, Talena was like, as long as they go potty and just get out for a minute, I'm fine with that. But I told Deacon, yeah, we'll hang out in the pool. Like, it'll be fine. And, like, didn't really Did not happen. Way. But, yeah. That's fine. Anyway, sorry. That took, like, 10 minutes to explain, but. <laughs> I loved it. I yeah. loved every second of it. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> so. What about you? How's your week, hunty? I had a good week. It mm-hmm. just ended really, really awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little sad right now. Uh, ultimately, the week was great. I had a great week. But on Saturday, um, I was supposed to be going to Atlanta mm-hmm. to like take a class. Yeah. Well, Friday, we noticed that one of our fur babies stitched one of the ferrets. Was like, he was just like, he looked sad is the Mm -hmm. only way I know how to describe it. Like, he came up out of his box, like his little bed, whenever I walked into the ferret room and like walked over to me and did his typical, like, he lays his belly across your feet when he wants attention and he's sleepy. He's like, okay, I want you to pick me up now. Yeah. Um, He's like, I'm here. Yeah. So he he did that. But. Like, it just felt different. I don't know how to explain it. It just felt like he doesn't seem like he feels good. So I picked him up, and he was doing this, like, like opening and closing his mouth. I was showing the mm-hmm. camera, but if you're listening. Um, he was, like, grinding his teeth almost. Hmm. So I put him in their cage, um, and then we checked on him throughout the night that night, and I, we ended up switching him into a cage by himself because we have, like, a quarantine yeah. enclosure just in case one of them gets sick. Like, yeah. that's just what you're supposed to do. So, or that's what the internet tells you to do. <laughs> Whatever. That means it's true. Right. Um. Well, so we separated them, and when we did that, we noticed that he wasn't eating or drinking because none of the food was gone, none of the water was gone. Mm. And so the next day, both both Bradley and I had to work. So we went to work. He texted me in, like, the middle of the day and said, I'm really worried about Stitch. Will you make sure that you – because we don't always just come upstairs and go to their yeah, room. Yeah, They go out at night, and then we put them back mm-hmm. up in the morning. So he was like, just make sure you go up there and check on him. And then um, I also – we ordered some, like, wet food and yeah. some, like – Ferret supplements. Mm-hmm. I was like, Erica uses all these supplements on herself. So, like, maybe these supplements will be good for ferrets. And I looked them up right? and, like. And what do you know? They are. <laughs> they, yeah. So, um, he would not, like, take it. Like, he smelled it and it looked like he wanted it, but mm-hmm. he just wouldn't eat. And so, then I, like, it's almost like a paste. Like, you make it into this paste. Yeah. For them. And so I like grabbed a little and put it in a little ball and then like squeezed his little cheeks and opened his yeah. mouth and put it in. Put it in there. Hoping that he could just swallow it. Yeah. Um, but he spit it out. Oof. And so then I made it you can also like there's instructions to first syringe feeding. Mm-hmm. So we did that. It was the same thing. Like he wouldn't swallow it. It would just like come out of the side of his mouth. So 
ended up looking for an emergency vet that takes exotics, which in and of itself. <laughs> on the weekend. Yeah, on the weekend, on a Saturday at 5 yeah. p.m. Oh, my gosh. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, there's something wrong, but I don't know what. And then everything that I was looking up was, like, if you notice that your ferret is sick, then it's already too late. So it's kind of like like birds. Like, if you notice your bird is feeling sick, Mm -hmm. it's already too late. Like, they don't really show symptoms until... Until they're at the end. Yeah, so... I was starting to kind of panic, but at the same time, I was just, like, really high hopes. Even up until the moment that we had to make the final decision, mm-hmm. I was still, like, kind of joking around about it mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, we were taking pictures with them, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, we need to make, take pictures just in case, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that's the morbid, but... And then we kind of chuckled about it because we thought that that was not going to be the case there's no way well they did x-rays and all of the things um and they don't they didn't the doctor that was on shift wasn't an exotic specialist but she could take care of exotics is what she said she said it's basically like a cat with a ferret Mm -hmm. they're just smaller Mm -hmm. um and so she sent all the x-rays off to the exotics team which took a while, and then the exotics team, she said, then had to send it to radiology, mm-hmm. which when I heard that word, I freaked out yeah. even more. Um, ultimately, there was a blockage in, like, his intestines and in his stomach. So, like, stomach, intestines. Mm-hmm. Only on one side of his intestines, though. So she showed us, like, the healthy intestines mm-hmm. and what those look like. And when I tell you it looks like, a strand of hair like that's how small it should Mm be his were like this big Mm -hmm. which if you're not watching it's like i'm putting i'm making an okay symbol yeah like a half dollar like there's definitely fluid building up in there Mm -hmm. and so she said the only way that they could like figure out what was wrong is to have surgery to which I was about to, at that point, I was ready to tell Bradley, like, okay, I'm going to go to Atlanta. Whatever whatever the surgery costs, we're, like... Go for it. Go for it. It'll be okay. Well, then, it happened quicker where she got the estimate. They brought the estimate back, and I went, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. So, like, option A, cheapest option that she gave us to start with was $7,500. And that was the cheapest end. She said to expect the higher end, which was like $89,000. No, 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 $8,900. Oh. (laughs) $8,900. Okay, okay. Nine grand. Yeah, essentially. And then there's the possibility of him needing to stay more. And if they stay at the hospital, it's like, it's it's $1,500 a night. So it could go up to like ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollars. Damn. Um, and then we Bradley was just like, Okay, let me ask, not trying to offend you at all, mm-hmm. is it this price because you're an emergency bet? Yeah. And she said, Yes, absolutely. And so he said he asked for an estimate of because she said at bare minimum they're going to have to get fluids in him because mm-hmm. he was dehydrated, all the things. 
uh, bare minimum, what would be the cost for you guys to give him fluids and get him okay so that we could take him to an exotic vet, which yeah. is actually, we found out right around the corner from our house. Oh, that's nice. So we're going to take Lilo for like checkup sure just to good. make sure she's good. Because if it was cancer, we ultimately didn't get to find out. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure that she doesn't have it or, you know. It wasn't something else. Right. Yeah. Um, where was I at? Oh, so the low end for that was like. 4500 mm. because once again it's like $1,500 a night for yeah. them to keep him in the hospital then the fluids then mm-hmm. the care and it just added up and added up so it took hours on hours on hours for all of that Bradley and I both went outside and I brought Stitch outside with me like they gave him a a blanket because mm-hmm. he was shaking he was cold because oh, it was cold in there baby. um But, yeah, we went outside. We were kind of talking without everyone around us because the place that we went to is – it's called Veg. First off, best experience they could have given us. Yeah, like it was great. But um, it's all open concept. So Mm -hmm. all of the people are working around you, and it was kind of, like, embarrassing to say, oh, I can't afford Mm -hmm. the surgery – when yeah. we're in Franklin, there's like there was a lady in there that found out her golden had cancer. Oh no! And she was like, "I don't care what it costs. Do the radiation. Do the chemo. Yeah. Like whatever it is." And I'm sitting there thinking, like, "Oh, and I'm about to say no to have my ferret operated on." Yeah, you know well, what I mean? I've been through the whole gambit yeah. of the emotions. I know it is not my fault, and I know that we did the best thing mm-hmm. for him. So I went back inside by myself because Bradley was still on the phone with, I think, his boss. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just like, I need you to, like, really give it to me. Yeah. If it, we can't afford the surgery, hands down. We can't even afford the cheaper option mm-hmm. at this point. And I said, what? what does it look like? moving from that point Mm -hmm. and she said well he wasn't a lot of pain Mm -hmm. so the little teeth grinding thing that was that was him being in pain um whenever I was holding him outside like typically a ferret doesn't stay still like Mm -hmm. they'll be crawling all over you but I was holding him just in my arm outside and he was just laying there laying there he was awake he was looking at me he was he was not interested in moving though but he did not want to move Poor baby. And so she said that it would not be, like, a wrong decision mm-hmm. to humanely euthanize. Mm-hmm. I like those words a lot better than <laughs> how I was saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we had, we ultimately ended up doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so ended terribly. My story took up also ten minutes of our time. <laughs> Sorry, guys, for that, uh. For a little unloading. A little unload, but, you know, we we didn't haven't talked. I Literally, Hunter yeah. did call me and tell me that, like, it happened that night. And he called me crying, and he said, I'm just giving you the opportunity to hear me cry because you'll probably never hear it again. <laughs> and um, it's true. And then I cried with you. <laughs> um, But, yeah, we haven't really talked about it since then, I wanted to give you some space to. 
I yeah, and I took the space for sure. So without I, anyone telling me it was it was fine, yeah. I was like, you know what? I I just I this is the first pet I've lost. Mm-hmm. I've had to rehome a pet mm-hmm. um with my ex like when we broke up and then my that was like boyfriend ex. My ex-husband and I had a dog that he took and I took mm-hmm. the cats. Yeah. So like I've had a loss of a pet but not like a loss yeah. of the pet. I get what you're saying. Um, like I held him mm. as it was all happening. She squirted me with saline all over my face by accident. <laughs> it gave a little bit of comic relief. Good. <laughs> you know. But I was like, I'm crying, but I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I kept having to say that because they were like, I. I was a mess. I I'm not even going to lie. Like, <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> and they were like, is, are you okay to do this? I'm like, no, I promise I am physically okay to do this. Yeah. I am just crying. And I, See, I just I'm can't. Just leaking. Yeah, I just, <laughs> like, I know that this is the best option. And I know, like, he wouldn't, the whole saying still thing, he only did it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I held his arm when they took his blood. He did not move. Bradley tried it. He was squirming all over the place. The vets Aww. would do it. He was squirming all over the place. Oh, that makes it worse. <laughs> oh, trust me. I know. <laughs> that makes it worse. Um, But, yeah, I was the only one that would like he would stay still for. So I had Aww. to hold him through the whole process. That's awful. It was terrible. Okay. This is depressing. Can we yep. move on? What were we even – what was today's episode Reality about? Reality TV. TV. So, okay, so – Hunter's really into the show Vanderpump Rules, right? And I am not really a reality TV girl. Like, my reality TV show, unless it's, like, documentary, like, docu-series, I'm into that. Which is also reality TV. Which is also kind of reality TV. But um, my reality TV days were, like, Rock of Love on VH1 and Flavor of Love back in the day and, like... A little bit of Survivor that I was subjected to by my parents, and then... You know Survivor is still going on? I know! That's so crazy. Um, And then I did love the, like, real world and, like, the all those spinoff gauntlet competition shows. Those are still going on. And that, too. I learned that from you. But it's funny because... Like, what was it? Game of Thrones was my thing, and then, like, Hunter's all into the reality shows. Like, we have very different interests, so... We decided it would be really hilarious, and I've actively stayed away from some of this documentaries about the Vanderpump situation, (laughs) because I genuinely have no clue other than I think somebody named Randall is an asshole. He is involved, but not in the most recent drama. And this new recent one is this Tom, right? Yes. Tom guy. Scandaval. Scandaval. Okay. So I've seen all these floating around. So take it away, Hunter. Okay. So the episode originally was going to be Erica and I explaining our interests to each other that the other one didn't understand. So she's super into, like, rabbit hole conspiracy theories, and I'm super into Vanderpump Rules. Let me be clear that I'm not super into believing rabbit hole conspiracy theories. But she goes on I them. I find them interesting because I like to understand where the logic is coming from. And sometimes there's bits and pieces of truth in some of these things that lead to people being like, oh, well, this is true. So now everything past this point must be true, too. And it's like, 
whoa. To me, it's just kind of interesting, the theory behind the conspiracy theory. I'm not wearing a tinfoil hat. Right. All the time. Only sometimes. <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> uh, so anyways, back to your... But yeah, your yeah, yeah. But then, through happenstance... Erica here started watching the Kardashians. It wasn't happenstance. You poisoned me. And I <laughs> gave you my first hit for free, and now I'm addicted. <laughs> fair. Fair, 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 fair. It was, that's why our Game of Thrones came in, because he's never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, and I had never seen an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Which and weren't like, we just like getting ready for something like the? Yeah, we were getting ready. I were we the in photo Atlanta shoot, I think. The photo shoot, and he put it on, and he's like, "Okay, just like for background noise." She's hooked, y'all. I have seen every episode of the new one on Hulu, <laughs> and I haven't seen the new one yet. So I'm going to explain uh, Vanderpump Rules and the Vanderverse. The Vanderverse, okay. And you're going to explain the new Keeping Up with the Kardashians because the one that I know I've heard is a lot different than the new show. Like, the one that I know of is more like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills type vibes. The one that is new is more like documentary, like family home video style, I've heard. Is it? I mean, I don't know because, again, I still have not seen the the old. old one. So I don't really know. To me, it just looks like the same shit on a different platform. Channel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But. Well, let's start with Vanderpump Rules. Okay. So Lisa Vanderpump, she is a restauranteur, and she's from London, I believe. Okay. So she moves to Beverly Hills. She opens a bunch of restaurants, super, super, super wealthy. Okay. She is in the pilot of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which means she was like an OG cast member. Okay. So she gained like fame, mm-hmm. like, or uh, commercial fame, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, through Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. One of her restaurants, sir, it stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it's in West Hollywood. Okay. One of her waitresses, one of her wait staff, slept with the husband of one of her cast members on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. Brandy Melville. Okay. You like if you hear is the name, Brandy you might. Melville, the waitress or the ha- wife. She was a Real Housewife. She was okay. So, yeah. And she was married to someone else who was kind of famous. I don't remember his name, but he's a kind of a big deal. Uh huh. So Sheena Shea on. Vanderpump Rules slept with Brandy Melville's husband. Okay. Sheena did not know that it was Brandy Melville's husband. He was, it was all like this cheating scandal. Like he was a bad guy, told Sheena that he was divorced and yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. Do I believe it? Not really. Anyway, that is how Vanderpump Rules started because Lisa was like, okay, bravo, listen. Look at this drama. Yeah. It's unfolding. It unfolded on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh-huh. and they used that footage in the pilot of Vanderpump Rules. 
Oh. Yeah. Okay. So then it's all, Vanderpump Rules started as a story of these restaurant workers, Mm -hmm. like legitimate restaurant workers. They were not famous. They all wanted to be celebrities or own their own businesses, Mm -hmm. whatever, trying to make it in Hollywood. Okay. But they were working at a restaurant. Yes. Owned by a famous person. Got it. Okay. And so... That's why it's so good is because all of these people weren't famous to start with, Mm -hmm. but then through the show, they got rich and they got famous. Got it. So you see them like working at Sir and becoming or and then being waitresses and Mm -hmm. waiters and bartenders. And then all of a sudden season three rolls around and they're rolling up in G wagons and like they're working at the restaurant, Gotcha. but they're filming, filming. <laughs> yeah. They're just rich. Yeah. Like you can tell that all of this drama is happening, but there's a whole wait staff in the back working. Gotcha. Um, and so now then it evolved into like, okay, we know that these people aren't working in the restaurant mm-hmm. full time. Yeah. They're filming, they're making their money from this show. Show. And so now it's kind of developed into all of the same people, but their actual lives. Like Sheena, she is a vlogger Mm -hmm. and she's a YouTuber. So she does that. She has multiple businesses. She does podcasts, all of those things. Um, There's Tom Sandoval, which is the scandal right now. And then Tom Schwartz, they're best friends. Okay. They partnered with Lisa on season like four or five Uh to do Tom Tom. Which is a restaurant on okay. that same block of Lisa's four or five restaurants. She has all in the same block in West Hollywood. Uh-huh. So they did Tom Tom. And then Tom Schwartz was married to Katie Maloney. Okay. Tom Sandoval was in a serious relationship with Ariana Maddox. Okay. Ariana Maddox is best friends with Sheena Shea. So that's how all of those people are connected. So they're like two couples that are friends. Yes. And then, so Tom and Tom, Ariana, Katie, and Sheena. Uh-huh. Then we have Lala. Okay. Lala come, comes in. She's like spitfire, going to say whatever she wants. She is how Randall comes into the story because she was a mistress of Randall's. And she swears up and down that she wasn't a mistress, but, like, the word mistress gets thrown around a lot in this show. So she was the product of Randall cheating on his wife. Um, Randall is a rich executive in Hollywood, lots of money, bought her a Range Rover. Then she gets pregnant by him, gets married to him, all the shebang. That was a scandal in its own. So now we've got them two. Then we have Rachel, Raquel. Okay. If you will. Raquel comes into the show dating James Kennedy, which is a DJ at Sir. He DJs every Tuesday night at this event called See You Next Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Rachel Raquel okay. was dating James Kennedy. I think. We have the full cast that matters because there's even more people, okay. but we won't talk about them. You'll have to just watch the show okay. to find out about them. Finally, I can watch Right? So, Tom and Ariana have been together since season one. The show is now on season 10. Oh. So, they have been together for 10 so years. So, they're like a staple. Yes. Okay. In the beginning, though, like in the beginning of season one, Tom was in a relationship with 
um, Kristen Doty, who was no longer on the show because of all the cancel culture in a couple couple years ago. Like, she said some mean stuff and, oh. like, yada, yada, She's yada. Yeah. Okay. So, he cheated on her with Ariana. Ten years ago. Oh, okay. And that is kind of important to the whole shenari- shebang, right? Yeah. So, last season, Tom Sandoval, who is with Ariana, paid for James and Raquel, who is now Rachel's, engagement. Over $20,000 Tom Sandoval spent on the engagement of Raquel, Rachel, and James Kennedy. Why? Because that's apparently, according to the cast that have done interviews, like, that was not uncommon for him. Okay. Like, he would just shell out money for his friends just... Because. Because he could. Okay. Um, now, this season rolls around. Rach- or At the end of last season in the reunion, Raquel, Rachel, and James announced they're splitting. Like, they're no longer engaged. Okay whole thing happens this season Rachel Raquel's like storyline is that she's single she's finding herself she doesn't know who she was all the things mm-hmm. she pretends to be interested in Tom Schwartz okay which I forgot to mention Tom and Katie got a divorce this season as well okay and her one rule was nobody in the friend group okay like, you can date whatever, just nobody in the Katie friend group. Katie said nobody yes. in the friend group. Okay. So while they were in Mexico for Sheena's wedding, mm-hmm. Tom Schwartz made out with Raquel. Okay. Keep in mind, this whole time, Raquel, Rachel, was sleeping with Tom Sandoval. And he's still married. And he's still with Ariana. They're not married, but they own a house together. They have animals together. They had been together for, like, over 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So in this season, like, Ariana's dog dies, right? Mm-hmm. Tom went to a party with Raquel at for Sheena in Palm Springs when uh, Ariana just got the news of her dog. And women's at home and her yeah. dog just died. No, that was her grandma. Yeah, her grandma passed. And he was at that party, right? She goes to Vegas for Katie's divorce party. And Raquel is there. But she leaves on the first day because her dog died. Leaves Vegas to go back to L.A. because her dog was dying. Raquel gets in a fight with Lala and Katie during this whole divorce party trip. And then she decides that she's going to leave. So the same night that Ariana find founds out that her dog died... Tom is going out for a guy's night with Tom Schwartz. Keep in mind, Rachel Raquel was in Vegas. She went to the Mondrian, which is where the guy's night was. Yeah. And then that night hooks up with Tom Sandoval in the driveway of his house. It gets even worse. He didn't have a key to get into the house, so he had to call and wake Ariana up after he just had sex in his driveway with her best friend and she had to come down and let him in. It keeps going. Oh my god, can we pause cuz I have to pee so bad. Yes. Okay. We left off so, with Tom's a 
scumbaggy whorebag. Yes. My gosh. So the show goes on, and, like, it comes out kind of in the middle of the season that the scandal happened, right? However, the season had already been filmed. So you found out, no, like, in the middle of the season that the whole rest of the season, Tom is cheating on Ariana with Rachel Raquel. And I keep but, saying but Rachel you, Raquel. But nobody on the show knows at the time. Right. Okay. And so you sit there and watch Ariana defend Tom and defend Raquel. You sit there and watch Sheena defend Raquel and Tom. You sit there and watch everyone defend them while there's others that are, like, speculating, like Katie, Lala. Mm-hmm. They're, like, speculating and are loud about their speculations. Mm-hmm. It is reality TV still. Yeah. And... Um, they just stood up for him. So then in the finale, or what would have been the finale, because they did pick cameras back up after it all yeah, happened and yeah. started to record more episodes. Damn. So what would have been the finale at, I think, like Lisa's birthday party or something mm-hmm. like that, they show this scene with Raquel, Rachel, and... Ariana where she's asking Ariana like so like are you even like attracted to him like how are you guys doing like do you really want to be with him like at the bottom of your heart does it like do you feel like you want he is the one knowing this whole time that she's sleeping with her best friend's man that is so shitty Yes. So shitty. And so then they, like, picked cameras back up, and they show the outcome of everything. Like, they have conversations with... They didn't show Raquel talking to Ariana, but Mm. they showed Ariana talking to Tom, and he was like, he's just a scumbag. Like, literal scum of the earth. He has this cover band called Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras, and they, oh, like, travel gosh. around and do shows and stuff. Like, so cringy. Wanted to be famous so bad. Cheated on his girlfriend of 10 years Just with her best friend. Yeah. So that is the drama of Vanderpump Rules. And I think you are fully enveloped in the Vanderverse Damn. now. Okay. Sounds like a shit show. A shit show that everyone should watch. <laughs> and at this point, like, it's not, like, hot goss. It's not yeah. a hot topic because I think everyone has heard of Scandaval by now. Yeah. Even if people that don't watch this show. like I was going to say, well, I don't. And I've seen the documentaries. And, and to be honest, the only reason I haven't watched them. Because I'm like, I have to have something on when I'm at home. I'm the same way. Um, even if I'm not really paying attention to it. I mean, if know? we could have a podcast going while, while we were, were podcasting, podcasting, I would probably do it. Probably. Um, so, yeah. And I've seen multiple documentaries out about it. Uh-huh. Um, well, and was- then there's the whole Randall that Randall scandal is that what it's called that's what it's called so that one ha- doesn't really have anything to do per se with Vanderpump rules it just mentions that he was a cast member because i mean he was he was yeah he wasn't like a i wouldn't say he was like a core cast member but he definitely showed up in several episodes and i would assume that he wouldn't do that without getting paid yeah 
Huh. Dude. Okay, so I guess I was supposed to talk about the Kardashians. But we've talked for almost an hour. But Okay, so but here is what I do want to talk about, speaking of reality TV, is the freaking shiny happy people with the Duggars. I'm into it. Let's go. Dude. Okay. I mean. First of all, can we talk about how hard it is to spell shiny? (laughs) Why is it so hard? (laughs) Because if you go to buy Amazon Prime right now. Is it (laughs) S-H-I-N-E-Y? And then then you're like S-H-E-I. And then like there's like three shiny happy people spelt different ways. I'm dead. No, I watched the first two ep- two episodes of it last night. Oh, so you haven't like fully uh, dived in. I think I got halfway through the third one before I fell asleep, but cuz I put it on, you know, when I was unwinding for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was funny because I was trying to like fold clothes and hang up laundry and stuff and I like kept sitting on the edge of the bed and like <laughs> same as same as doing hair, I can't talk and foil. I can't watch <laughs> hang at the same time apparently because I was just so like enthralled in it. Like- so speaking of what you were saying though about you watch it to unwind, right? Yeah. So this psychologist posted this TikTok the other day that I saw. Yeah. And it said that people that watch shows with chaos and murder and violence and Uh like all of that if you watch those things to unwind you have deeply seated trauma i well i believe that yeah because she like she her video you know it was like hooky and all of that but she was like if you enjoy watching this 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 or this why is trauma and violence comforting to you i think i've seen that one before and i when you said that i was like Cause I do the same listen. thing, obviously. <laughs> I there are times because I do listen to like, um, dark history with uh, Bailey Syrian, yes. whatever, and you know, murder, makeup, and mystery, and time sucks. And one of my, you know, the first podcast I ever listened to was like some of these like true crime ones. Um, but there's times where I'm just like, oof, this is heavy. I can't listen. Or yeah. like sometimes I'm listening, it's informational, but I'm like, wow, this is like tripping me out and it's too much. Well, you know? this whole time that I've been like depressed and like healing my heart or whatever mm-hmm. sappy bullshit that is, uh, I've been watching this documentary about a, a cruise ship sinking. It's because we have sinking ships on the brain right now. Trust me, I've been very wrapped up in conspiracy theories over the submersible. Oh. There's so many good ones. My God. I will say, though, I'm a little bit tired of seeing people, like, making fun of it. Because at the end of the day, people died. Or did they? (laughs) Just kidding. I I have I don't know like there's a possibility that those people were not on that ship maybe who knows Here's my Did thought. I say it? Not. Nah, no. Here's what I will say. Have I been in wrapped up in you know TikTok holes of these conspiracy theories? Totally. I think they're super fun. This is where I land on it. 
I don't know if there's some crazy nefarious plan behind it, but there is plenty of evidence that shows that there the could media be. used the story to distract from a lot of other shit that was way more important that was going on. So Yeah, I mean, there was that thing that happened. You told me about, I had no clue. I'm not going to say yeah, it. Just say yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> Just agree. That happened, and then there's like, um, they made it legal for plant-based meat to be sold. Like, all this crazy shit that's way more important. There was 714 people, I believe, that died on a boat in the Mediterranean. Yeah, escaping. They were refugees. Holy cow. Nope, you didn't hear about that. All we cared about was these five people who, uh, turns out, sounds like they knew were dead from the jump. From the get-go. And let us talk about it for five days. You know, And so that was my thing when it was all going down is I was like, I'm just curious to wait a week or two and find out what they were distracting from. You know, I don't know. There's probably not some crazy master plan behind it. But it is weird that they use the story to distract us. Mm. So, I no, I'm all, I'm on that train know. with you on that one, and I don't jump on the conspiracy no. theory wagon ever at all. Yeah, never. I roll my eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> he looks at me at work the other day, and he's like, I don't know. I think they're still alive, and they all met up on Epstein Island so they could go live in a 15 minute city underground. And <laughs> he looks at me. <laughs> Fuck off, Hunter. Well, the thing is, is like this time I like that's not too far from where I where my brain was. You tell me about fifteen minute cities underground, and then these people go missing, and I'm like, these people are smart people. I feel like smart people would not. I wouldn't get on a okay submarine I, going to the bottom of the ocean. This is the most like probably one of the like most difficult but probably one of the conspiracy theories around it that I would say Meh. yeah might might be something to that is that apparently the guys that died were all like crypto CEOs mhm right well the fed now app crypto are like american cryptocurrency is launching next month and if suddenly these CEOs are just gone where is it going to go where is it going to go you know, like, are the people that are in line to step in more um, agreeable? Are they more are gooder they, people? Are they trying to take down these companies so there's less competition? Like, that, to me, there might be something behind that one. I don't know. But, again, to me, I just find it interesting. I love the conspiracy theories because it's. I'm, I'm always interested to see what where people's logic comes from and how they arrive at a certain thought process yeah you know whether i agree with it or not i'm like i'm just like maybe it's because i'm poor like i grew up poor yeah. and it's just like i feel like like sea world the like whale watching yeah. or like deep sea diving and all of these like extravagant excursions i could see that from my house on my television screen on my oled screen <laughs> and it will look probably better than what you can see okay, and so, like... The whole thing about the submersible, too, is when they got down there to see the wreckage, they, they saw couldn't it on a even fucking computer screen. They're not even actually looking at it with their own two eyes. Because it's unsafe to have a porthole that deep. Duh! That's why I think these people were too smart to have gotten on that submarine. See, it's just, it's a sticky one, man. I don't know. I could definitely sit here and talk about the angles on it forever. The TikTok clips that are going to come from this episode (laughs) 
are going to be golden. Man, oh, speaking of which, please, if you don't already follow us on TikTok, because, um, because. Uh, I've, I've just been because. I've really hard on trying to make clips. <laughs> and she's doing an excellent and job. Please go like them um, and share them um, and repost them um, <laughs> and stitch them. Um, um, what else? Also, speaking of that, how did you guys like the new episode? Oh, yeah. Did you notice anything a little different? Yeah. We're going uh we're going at it a little different these days. A little more adjacenty. A little more adjacenty. Yes, change of angle. But was like my it. foot in frame that whole time? It oh, sure was. Yeah, that's extra. Subscribe to our <laughs> Patreon if you want to see that clip. <laughs> yes, also you can follow us on Patreon www.patreon.com/breakroombanterpod. Um what else do we have? Do we want to talk about shiny happy people cuz I went off the deep end with not I mean, talking about we it. We can. We can talk about it. Or let's talk about it on our next episode. Okay. Perfect. Well, if you want to follow us on our social media journeys, mm-hmm. I'm at Herrick's Hunter on all the things. Our podcast is at Breakroom Banter Pod on all of the things. Especially on TikTok. I am Erica the Redhead on all the things, both TikTok and Instagram. And as we mentioned before, if you want to find additional ways to support our podcast, we do have a Patreon. And that is www.patreon.com forward slash pod. Make sure you're following on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, mm-hmm. all the things. Um, until next time, always remember. You always have a seat at our table. Bye. Bye.